Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Hey there, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm your host, Marin Kennedy. And I'm your other host, Jessa Lowe. Hi, Jessa. How's it going today? Good. How about you? Pretty good. Just saw, finally saw Avengers Endgame, so I'm spo- I'm spoiler immune now. Oh, nice. So, no spoilers. Quick, quick, uh, no spoilery review. Uh, like, sur- surmise review. I, I don't know if it's a movie I'll ever need to see again. Uh, it's not like, I don't know if it's going to hold up to, you know, another watching Maybe one more, but it, it mostly it did the job of being like uh, a, tel- a TV finale to a movie series. Okay. Like it wrapped everything up the way it wanted to be. I don't know if it stands on its own as an individual movie, but it, it wrapped up the series, which has been going on for my entire adult life at this point, which is kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. Okay. It got, it got me invested enough. It was exciting. There's a, a lot of... You get all all of them in one movie, and that's mm. something. All mm. of them. Mm. Jessica mm. grunts in non-committal response. In, I just, I'm just so vaguely annoyed by all the Marvel movies. Mm. Uh, that's just my I'm like just mildly displeased. Yeah, yeah. I'm perturbed. Well, the world needs people like you. The anti-Avengers. <laughs> to do what the Avengers can't. <laughs> is, which is sit there and judge without having seen. <laughs> yes. The world needs that, that yeah. kind of person, too. <laughs> so what what are we really doing here? We're actually, uh, we are going to spoil something. And that's minute 116 of Point Break. Oh, yeah. Not spoil it as in, like, ruin it, but, like. We're going to ruin it. Just if you haven't seen Point Break it. at this point, just <laughs> we've just uh, we've given away a lot of plot details, and now we're going to continue doing that. Yeah. So minute one sixteen continues with Bodhi completing a sentence: "No way I can handle a cage, man." And then Keanu delivers this <laughs> this two line speech, three line speech. That's just so, like, I imagine he's holding a skull in his arm that he has up connected to Bodhi's arm. Yeah, that's how I imagine this. Okay. Yeah, he's very, he's being very dramatic. He goes, I don't care. And it's like, he's breathing very heavily this whole time. And he kind of readjusts his pose. He's kind of gotten back to his yell talking a little bit. Yeah. Which actually, I got to say, Bodhi goes to that that level. He matches that level in this minute, I think. Yeah. They're both kind of a... They're yell talking at each other. I love it very intensely. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, he says, "I don't care. You got to go down. It's got to be that way." Because I'm a cop and you're the bad guy. Yeah. It's just the way it's got to be. And there's there's a really nice beat of the cops coming in. We see the pl- the the uh, tr- oh god, I wanted to call it a tractor, the helicopter land, and the cops coming out. And then Bodhi goes, okay, man, okay. And the way he delivers that is so good. Like, his voice cracks a little bit. This is a nice moment for him. Yeah, he's looking particularly 
Jeff Bridges mixed with Chris Pratt in this moment. Sure. Yeah. I liked after after Keanu says you got to go down, he hangs his head, kind of hang dog. Yeah. And I imagine like the Charlie Brown theme playing. Yeah. In Arrested (laughs) Development. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. He just looks so dismayed. But then he hears. Actually, I think I might have. uh, I got to pay Johnny Utah. At one point, he, he he looks down and then he hears the sound, a sound of thunder, but it's the waves. The waves oh, are calling to him. That was poetic. It, it's a poetic moment. Yeah, I think that's I think that's later in the minute where he decides, like, okay, I gotta go to jail and I'll pay. I'm screwed. Okay, Johnny Utah gets his guy right. Good for you. That's real good. You're gonna be a big hero now. But look at it, Johnny. Look at it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. Just let me go out there. Let me get one wave before you take me one wave. Where am I going to... And the minute ends. Yeah, and, he's, and he gets, starts to get a little emotional, like, where am I going to go, man? He's pleading with him yeah. very emotionally. And, uh, yeah, he does kind of a yell-talking, and, and he really pops his P's oh, and, yeah. and his T's in this. He's really enunciating. He's a real Hamlet getting getting up yeah. on the stage. This is their, their thespians moment for each of them. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'll pay. <laughs> Sorry, I did that right in your <laughs> Ooh, face. Yeah, I'm blue nice, back there a little. Just a nice wind there from that <laughs> yeah. P. Like my, pl- I, I have a good plosive. I have a powerful explosive plosive. It's <laughs> from all my my theatrical training as a thespian. Oh, I see. That's, that that seems like it would be a toast of London sketch where like some he meets some actor who's like. I trained the best of the enunciators, and like they like battle with their enunciation yeah. or something like that. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. And it like blows them back like wind <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that wasn't. It a seems like that bit. seems like it could just be fit right in there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, pay me. Yeah, I'll, I'll sell it to them. Yeah. So. And uh, one of these moments, you can really clearly see when Bodhi's looking off over his shoulder to hear the helicopter, um, the blood dripping in the sun, um, and or the light. It's not very sunny, but you can see it catch the light, and it it makes for a nice little moment. But why is his head bloody? I mean, I know they've been in a fight. Mm-hmm. I I guess I just don't understand how can like punching lead to bleeding. I've never been punched, and I've never punched anyone. Okay. But my understanding is, well, I know about uh, in MMA fighting, they put Vaseline on their skin to prevent the skin from tearing. So that might be part of it. Like your skin's so dry, and like the other person's skin is so dry, it just creates a sandpaper friction when they connect, and then tears your skin open. Or it cuts against sharp parts of your bone. I don't, you know. If you punch someone in the nose, obviously, like they're gonna, but it's on his head, right? It's like on his head, like on his, like in his hair. Yeah, Keanu doesn't seem like a ring wearer. It's not like he'd have a ring to like. I haven't noticed him wearing a ring. Yeah, so I don't know how how he would have gotten blood in that area. I mean, maybe if you punch someone there, it could. You just dust it out on each other and see. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a real life <laughs> yeah. uh, experiment see, here. See what happens. Do MythBusters style. Yeah, there you go. If you punch someone on the crown of their head. Yeah, this is what. <laughs> We both lose. I think we both lose that one. Yeah. That'd suck. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very awkward place to punch someone. I would think it would hurt both people quite a bit. Yeah. But that, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, I think they, I mean, they were in the water too, so maybe he had blood coming from somewhere else. That like Could have hit a rock. Could have hit a rock. Yeah. 
a lot of things happened. Yeah. Things were done on both sides. And yeah. I think they probably regret some of it. Yeah. So he's pleading. This this got me thinking. Okay. Bodhi is pleading to do, he basically knows that he's going to go to jail and he's going to pay. F- he's, he did murder someone, so he's probably going away for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. if not for just, you know, a very long time. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an old man at the very least. Yeah. Um. So he has like one, he has one last thing he wants to do. This is something he's been like, his whole life has been leading towards and he's like, he, just let me do this and then I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. So do you know what that would be for you? If you oh. were like going to jail for life. And you're like, okay, and they're like, okay, we'll give you, uh, say, a day. The first thing that comes to my mind is I want to attend the Met Gala, but as a celebrity. (laughs) I want to be a celebrity at the Met Gala. That's pretty good. But that feels very superficial. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fine. This is the first thing that comes to mind. That's probably yeah. the right thing. It's like, what would make me feel like I had made it in life? Hmm. Hmm. What would make me feel like I all everything I have dreamed of has come true? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. What about you? I was thinking. I think the first thing that comes to mind is if, if I could like be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like the lead in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be more than a day, obviously. But but yeah, that would be pretty cool. I was watching Empire Strikes Back last night because it was May the Fourth. Oh. And I was just like watching a scene where like Luke's like getting ready is on Hoth and he's like oh. putting on his like orange jumpsuit and I was like, oh. I'd love to just be in a scene like putting on an orange jumpsuit, <laughs> knowing that like my character is gonna go like fly at a speeder and you know do all this cool stuff. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. For some reason, that particular scene <laughs> yeah. is like, it looks fun to just put on that jumpsuit in that room and yeah. talk to 2-1-B, the medical droid. Nice. I think C-3, I think you're talking to C-3PO. 2-1-B was there. I, I don't know, but yeah. Nice. Maybe My... if I had one day, I suppose uh-huh. it could be like, give get me like a real costume, like not just a costume, like a real Star Wars costume that uh-huh. I can just wear. And like hire some actors to like act out a scene with me. Yeah, just, or like, be one. an extra. That could be a day. That wouldn't be quite good enough. Oh, though. Okay, okay. I mean, that would be. I mean, I would take it, but it wouldn't yeah. be the ideal. Okay, you want to be the lead. Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay, was, in I this could, scenario, that's any, what's the. If I could just make anything real. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my question is, though, when you're bringing this up, maybe not, this... maybe not the lead. <laughs> Maybe like a side character. I don't know. I think it could be fun to be like a side character, too, in a way. Like that would almost be more fun because they're kind of more interesting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we? Are have we fully processed? I fully concluded. I fully concluded it. Okay. Okay. My question is though: Is I might want to be? Are you? F- <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool it'd be pretty cool to be the guy that has like one funny line you're like you rebel scum or something like that i like that guy okay that will be your legacy that will be my legacy okay <laughs> are you all done <laughs> i'm all done you can proceed okay. proceed counselor okay so my question is though is that really his his like I've made it in life thing? 
is that to be all end all things? I don't know if it's like I wouldn't say made it. Yeah, that's kind of a different thing. Because we're thinking about like being young professionals, sort of like uh, trying to like get to a certain but place it, in life. His happiness. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's seeking the ultimate, and this is the ultimate to him. But to me, this is more just like he's he's looking at something that looks kind of fun. And but then he like decides in the moment it's the most important thing to him in the world. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. He talked about Bell's Beach since that was set up in the beginning so. of the movie. Okay, as like this is gonna be to pay the old to to uh, what's the line? You got to pay it to to get have the ultimate. You got to pay the ultimate price or something, something like, like that. And he talks about that early on, and I think this is he sees this as his real destiny. Like this is something he's been working toward. And he had to be there. And I think it's just something about, to him, uh, I really associate with him sort of getting to be a part of the awesome natural power of our world in a way Mm. and experiencing that in a way that no one else has or few other people have. Hmm. Uh, And sort of riding that line between life and death uh, of, you know, not only getting the adrenaline going, which is something he's really all about, and then also having it be kind of like the point where he, you know, he will probably die. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another question. We'll talk about this further in the next minute. But, like, he does, they talk about how he's like, oh, he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. And, like, was he ever going to? No. Well, yeah. There's, there's, there, there's no escape for him. So he's about to say... But say the police. We'll, we'll talk about this in, in another oh, minute. Okay. We'll talk about this later. I think okay. it's not or not quite there. Okay. Well, do you want to kick off recommendations then? Yeah, I think we're ready to to do that. Okay. My name is uh, Detective Sonny Crockett, Miami PD, Vice Squad. Miami Vice. I don't have. Uh, <laughs> I guess it wasn't a full bit. It was really worth it for that. <laughs> I just like his name, Detective Sonny Crockett. Yeah, it's pretty silly. It's great. And he looks very silly. Yeah. Miami Vice. Uh, now, you're not meaning the original Miami Vice, are you, <laughs> No, I'm not talking about the television show, which I oh. haven't seen. I'm talking about the 2006 Michael Mann film, Miami Vice, huh. made from the 80s TV series. Huh. I really like this movie. <laughs> I've seen it twice now. And I kind of I can imagine myself watching it again at some point. <laughs> It'll be your new point break. It might be. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't mind doing it as a as a minute by minute. Actually, I would because this t- podcast took a lot out of me and uh, Jessa both. Yeah. But the idea of it, like, I, if I was to do another one, that would be a contender. Not super high on the list, but I would think about it. I really like this movie. It it's one of the few movies made off of '80s TV shows that is successful. There have been a lot of attempts, not a lot of uh, successes. Uh, and going into it, you might expect it to be like a the 21 Jump Street type movie, where it's like, oh, there's sort of this parody. They're like make, kind of making fun of it, but kind of honoring it and doing this kind of writing this line. It's very humorous, kind of poking fun of themselves. No, not at all. This movie is serious as a heart attack. <laughs> this movie has no jokes in it. <laughs> it's it's and uh, filmed really weirdly. Yeah, it's filmed kind of cinema verite style, yeah. uh, a lot of handheld camera to make it look so kind of gritty like you're watching an episode of Cops, but still, you know, has some elegance to it. Um, 
some shots look a little fakey. I wonder if that's just because like it's a high def rate, which it wasn't mm. intended to be seen in. Uh, you know, a lot has changed in, with our uh, our digital technology in the last thirteen years. It wasn't intended to be seen. Oh my! In a high definition frame rate. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm just assuming. Just that's I'm when kind the of secrets are revealed. Like the Illuminati secrets? Yeah. High def is like, if you watch high def, then like you get to know who the lizard people are, you know, everything. The quadro or the whatever. I just, mm. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I've just heard things here and there. I've heard things, man. Things. But anyway, Miami Vice, I I could talk about this movie for a while. Uh, what else to say about it? Uh, Colin Farrell is the lead and, and Jamie Foxx is like the second lead. Colin Farrell has a mullet and a big old mustache. He looks very silly. But again, I cannot emphasize this movie is it is a serious drama. Like he he plays it 100 everyone in this movie plays it 100%. It's like Sicario. It's like that they're like basically doing Sicario, but it's Miami and Colin Farrell has a silly looking haircut and mustache, which makes it, it just makes it even better to me. Um I feel like I mean, it's not it's a it's a great movie. I'm gonna say it's a great movie. It could be better if you cast if if the leads were a little more tuned in. I feel like they're kind of playing it so low that you're not even sure what's going on within their with their characters. I feel like I could have used if you got like you know comparing it to like Michael Mann's great Heat movie. That's a weird way to say that. His great movie <laughs> Heat, uh, where you get you know De Niro and. Yeah, the that yeah, uh, you know the the cop movie with the yeah. the robbers and the cops. That uh that old heat with uh with Bobby Bobby D and uh Ali P um Al Pacino. Oh. That's what I call him. Oh, okay. In this minute. Uh but like getting guys like that who are like Robert De Niro is kind of like the ultimate like he underplays everything except when he doesn't, but he's there's always something going on. You always feel like there's a narrative going on within his head and with uh with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx in this movie you don't always quite get that, but I, I feel like um, it's still a great, great movie, and it's an interesting sort of timepiece from 2006. The music is very 2006. There's Audio Slave, there's Mogwai, both used to great effect to sort of elevate the emotions that aren't aren't always apparent on the characters. Uh, that being said, this movie does open with the Linkin Park Jay Z mashup encore slash numb in a club scene. Uh, that scene is is a little bit tough to get through. Club scenes in general, I feel like for me, when there's a club scene in a movie with like flashing lights and like blaring music, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Exactly, I got I'm uncomfortable. Like I have trouble paying attention. I just like tone out, I, like zoom, <laughs> I zone out, I tone out, and I out. I tune out, and I zo- I zoom out, and I tune. You know what I'm saying? Plug in and tune out. <laughs> yeah, Z- sit in, sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't telling. I wasn't saying it to you. I was just referring to the expression. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you get past that. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Boats, planes. It's it's like a, a good drug drug vice drama, and it's Miami. And any movie in Miami is okay with me. What really frustrated me about this movie is that Let's see, yeah, for, uh, uh, the dissenting opinion, yeah. Jessa Lowe. The whole thing about Miami Vice, the TV show, are their outfits. Mm-hmm. That's like the the thing. So why aren't their outfits a thing? Why don't they have cool outfits in this movie? Colin Farrell had some some okay outfits at, at certain points. Okay. 
but it wasn't it wasn't a highlight it wasn't no. and you're always looking for the style yes so I, I i agree it could have been improved if they really brought that element uh forward more yeah and jamie fox for sure like doesn't wear anything distinctive none of the other no, characters really everybody do everybody just looks I hope that Colin Farrell was like, no, I have to make my character look cool and distinctive. Give me a mullet and a mustache. <laughs> no, I'm not, choice, ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, he was so high during this period of his career that he doesn't remember it. He's fully Chandler binged out, uh, or Matthew parried, I should yeah. say. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's a nice, it's like a low-key drug drama. It's, Miami, it's in Miami. There's boat scenes. There's plane scenes. There's car scenes. Great cast. I, I should mention John Hawks has a bit in this. Justin yeah. Justin Thoreau is kind of like the third in command. Also mullety. He's a little mullety. Not quite as much as Colin Farrell. He's but... more of like a mullet, like a mohawk mullet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Naomi Harris is in this, who kind of became known later on for being in James Bond and Moonlight. Mm. Early career for her. Uh, got other people I'm missing. A good cast. Uh, Kieran Hines is in it. Uh, Barry Sabaka Henley has a great little role in it as like one of the chief guys. Um, it's on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Great soundtrack, as I mentioned. A good, you know, a good just gritty, down to earth Miami Vice drama. Hmm. Your turn, Jessa. Um, speaking of, I'm always looking for the style. I started back watching uh, Project Runway. Oh yeah, Project Runway. And I'm really liking it. I find the show very inspiring because I just want to, like, do fashion stuff. And it's fun to see people do fashion stuff. And it's fun to be catty about fashion stuff. Murrin, I'm I'm trying to get him into the world of judgmental Jessa and, mm-hmm. like, looking at people's clothes and Murin had a really nice contribution last night when we were watching Project Runway <laughs> where he said, somebody said something about ruffles on the TV and Murin goes, and that's good because ruffles have ridges. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really insightful. Thank you for sharing my, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. my joke that I, uh, that I did. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, he's also like completely delighted at the bitchiness of uh, Nina Garcia and Zach Posen. Tinker Bell, not Tinker. Wait, Tinker Hell, not Tinker Bell. No, it's pretty fun. I I've been you know enjoying watching this show, kind of over your shoulder style. Yeah. Uh, I don't get fashion. I, I mean, I I do and I don't. I, I get it. I feel like I'm kind of. I wouldn't call myself fashionable, but I'm not unfashionable. Like you I have, have style. I have style. I would say I have style, but I don't always have style. It's not something I I put high on my list of priorities all the time. <sighs> Like, it depends on the day. Yeah. Like, if I'm just going to work, I don't care. Yeah. But if I'm going out somewhere, you know, I do care. Yeah. Um, it's green pants, cowboy boots till you die. Yeah. Well, when I was 17, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I had to be, that had to be my thing. I had to define myself in some way. Yeah, of course. You're already And that was with uh, weird colors. You're already cool. Yeah. And then I realized, yeah, I realized I didn't need to, you know, dress weirdly to, oh. uh, to be distinctive and to Aww. be, you know, who I was. After school special. Although I can if I want. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But I just didn't need to do it after a certain point. No. 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 Well, there you go. Project One Way. Yeah. I dig it. I um have only seen like one episode of the new judges or the new uh, hosts. And uh, it was all right. They did an interesting one with prosthetics, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, there you go. Cool. Well, let's wrap it up. That's yeah. another Point Break Minute. 
I've been Marin, and that's been Jessa, and we just did it again. We did another one, I tell you. We ton up to it again. Them old Duke boys are up to it again. And them Duke boys will see you on another Point Break Minute, bro. Part out. It's easy. It's a clean bit. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> okay. <clears throat>